Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Another week with no prep and no snarky intro. Welcome to the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, with my co-host. Brandon, you can find him and follow him actually on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I just spent the weekend in Austin, Texas, and like every single football player there, I also wasn't drafted this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Well done. Well done, sir. Well done. Austin, Massachusetts, right? <laughs> Is that right? Um and uh, I think while I was doing my intro, trying to distract me in my bottom screen here, I think he was doing some sort of um, sign language, sign interpreting as I'm talking is uh, our, I guess you can call him a producer. Seth, you, if you haven't already done it, you can block him on Twitter. It's at say top five, S-E-T-A-H-5. I dare you, punks. You can't do it. You don't have the guts. Yeah. It, I was gonna say what's up, Seth, but I was doing it in sign. What about my what about my uh, Carl Loftus prediction though? Huh? Nailed that. Oh, to the Chiefs, you did nail that. That was pretty well done. How about uh, Seth? You won twenty dollars. Do you want to brag on that or no? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that home. Um, so we we made a bet. Uh, what one and a half IU what, players over, getting under drafted? One and a half. Yep. I obviously took the under. Classic troll move. Um, and then what? The fourth round, we doubled down. Fifth round. Fifth well, fourth round, we doubled down, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So then it was 40 bucks if you got zero drafted. And then if you ended up getting all three of your guys who we thought might have a chance, then I'd have to owe you 40. So yeah. I happily took your 20. Yeah, Thank you. you. You had quite you the butt puckering, I think. <laughs> yeah. Quite the butt puckering after Mac- Micah went before yeah. Ty Fry or... Um, Peyton there was there was a late run on tight ends that oh it got me i thought for sure he was going yeah yep but oh well what are you gonna do they ended up on the same team down there in dallas well while he's frozen um who's frozen i was frozen yeah you were frozen just just chatting away um cool well yeah what i was saying was that they both oh okay what where was the reset Seth right had just got scared. Yeah, right at, right uh right after Seth was explaining the situation and that he took your gladly took your $20. Yeah. I was scared oh. after the tight end run late in the 7th. Oh, well, I'm glad I could feed your family and both my guys ended up uh in Dallas together somehow. So that's cool and then the other guys Marcelino um his tattoo dream is coming true. The NFL logo tattoo. He is on an NFL team. It is official. It was destiny from the very beginning. Now he will work his way into being a pro bowler. 
as an undrafted free agent with the 49ers. And then I think some other people, uh, Caleb Jones, is this not shocking to you, Brandon, that he even got on to a roster? Or is I mean, just pure potential he, because he's a monster. That's pure potential. That, that's someone who never watched a single clip of him and just saw his size and maybe his workouts and was like, I can work with that. He's one of those guys that will, you know, do OTAs and, but he won't even make it to training camp. Like, I mean, if he does, it'll be the first week. The yeah. One of the intriguing ones, I mean, I like Ryder Anderson. Um, he could be a specialist. Where'd he go? Did he um, end up? He went to the Packers. Packers he went to the Packers. Too. Yeah, that's nice that they both get to go together for a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. And then Raheem Lane to the Chargers. Yep. Um, but I don't, I mean, I love Raheem. He played his heart out. I think we maximize Raheem Lane's potential. He ain't playing on Sundays. <laughs> No, I, I, I still hold out hope on some of these guys. Um, yeah. I like Ryder. I, I think Ryder has a shot. I think uh, both the Cowboys, um, I think me both, too, yeah. both of them, they both have a shot. Yep. Um, but that, that's about it. You look at some of the guys like the Colts have been uh, toting around here the last couple uh, years. Like, uh, I don't even know the dude's last name. And this is my team. I got a Colts shirt on right now. But uh, Brandon, you could probably help me out. He's a big wide receiver we, we had last year. Ashton Doolin. No, Michael. That's a little dude. Michael, like uh, Strayton or something oh, like that. Oh, Strayton, yeah. Yeah. It has like, a C in it somewhere. Yeah. It's like S-T-R-A-C-T-O-N. It's weird. I believe undrafted free agent guy that came in made a decent impact, at least a couple touchdowns. I mean, Zach Pascal. I don't know if he was drafted or not by us or not. I don't remember if he Did was. Did you hear him rip uh, Carson Wentz? Oh, I mean, sure. Dude, Everybody. that 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 was hilarious. I'll tell you, so he, he goes opportunity to be really good. He goes back to the old Dominion game, and it it sounded like a college kid. Um, for those who didn't hear, and he was like, "Hey, Carson's in uh, in Washington. Did you ever consider following him there?" And Zach Pascal was just like, "Nah, man." No, nah, I was never considered going there. <laughs> it was amazing. I've always liked Zach Pascal. Always liked him. I thought he was a pretty good wide receiver. So, um, very happy. Yeah, speaking of wide receivers, I was going to say, I was going to talk about the wide receiver the Colts drafted, but we can talk about the IU draft uh, or the IU wide receivers first if you want. Um, let's get, let's hop right in. Let's talk about that group. Um, one that freshman to senior. Want to do freshman? Well, no, I was going to, I, what I was going to do was kind of like what Seth and I did with our two deep and kind of talk about the major impact players and kind of work okay. our way down. Cool. Um, so I don't have any of the commits on here right now, but we can talk about them as well. Well, I'll get that pulled up. Let's talk about uh, who everybody assumes we're going to start with. We are the LEO podcast, also known around the IE football world as the Cam Camper podcast. Um, let's start with this kid, the transfer from junior college out of Lancaster, Texas, uh, junior wide receiver, six foot two, two Oh one has been now with the little highlights we've seen and the little bit that they've released as far as information has been tearing it up in the spring. Big surprise. I think for me, what do you think? Oh, I mean, he's the one I'm most excited about. And mm-hmm. you know how much I love DJ Matthews, mm-hmm. right? Like camper is a, like he can replace. Yes. I'm saying that that's insane. I think he can replace 2020 Ty Fry He can slide right in and, and, and be the centerpiece at wide out. 
He has the size. He has the hands. He has the body. And, and so far, it's spring. I understand. Yep. But, um, yeah, man, you can't not get excited. Can I add some fuel to your hot take? Yes. I think he's an hot up- take. I think he's an upgrade. Wow. I think he's a better version of Ty Freifogel. Freifogel was the Big Ten wide receiver of the year, and this is an upgrade? I think he's an upgrade. I do legitimately think he's an upgrade. Here's here's the fun part about, like, I, DJ Matthews, I think, is probably overall, now without seeing everybody else yet, uh, the best wide receiver coming into the season. But, again, it's the unknown. Everything about this offense is the pure unknown. Right? I mean, we don't really know about DJ either coming off of a torn ACL. We don't know how he's going to come back. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to Cam Camper. Love us some Cam Camper. Um, I really like the room, to be honest. Uh, I, I So much to the point to where I forgot to even talk about the freshmen. <laughs> so uh, I think we've talked about him enough, but we'll bring them up here towards the end uh, as well. So the guy that should line up on the other side of him, um, a former IU commit, a former Penn State Full commit, Lammy. Full and circle. a former North Carolina football player has come back home to IU. Emory Simmons, senior wide receiver out of North Carolina, six foot one, one eighty seven. So both wide receivers pretty close in height, pretty close in weight, pretty close in skill set. I would think. So I mean that that means they're interchangeable, right? Yeah. Like, like you you like that balance on the outside that that you can that you can switch it up um personnel wise yeah which is exciting so he comes in with at least uh well i mean really on the outside wide receivers he's, he's got to come in with the most actual experience maybe javon swinton is close with him but he's got three full years of playing uh 11 games as a freshman uh six starts last year uh 11 games as a sophomore so i think he played in every game and every year that he's played so far um Swinton doesn't have that much experience. So definitely our most experienced D one uh, wide receiver. So Emory Simmons, again, somebody else that, that will bring a lot of experience and a lot of um, depth to the wide receiver position and should start, I would assume. So, um, and then the guy starting in the slots. Uh, so, so, so let's, let's, let's go through this. Yeah. So DJ Matthews, love him. I think him going down, I don't want to say wrecked our offense, but I mean, the, he took in when he went down, the element of boom, you know what I mean? The yeah. element of explosion went away. It went away. Um, but look at, I mean, I don't want to say we're transfer you that that's looking like that's being Michigan state of the big 10, but DJ Matthews, Florida state, Emory Simmons, North Carolina, Cam Camper, Cam Camper, big time Juco uh, recruit. Um, Anderson Kobe, who we just got Tennessee, Right. And then you're going to look at Swinton and the freshmen who are all big time out of high school. Yeah. Right. And, so like and MHB it's a, too. Don't forget about an MHB. It's a great balance of senior related transfers and potential underclassmen. Yeah. Young dudes I, with a ton of talent. Yeah. I love that balance. Yeah, me too. I totally I think, agree with you. I think as a wide receiver room, it was, it's, you know, I hate, I've already said it once, but it is full circle. Like you got kind of everything you want there, except, except the guy that's come back. That's done it before. Right. Um, I mean, I guess you could maybe call that D 
DJ Matthews in a small sample size. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the guy, I guess, that has come back and done it before. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about DJ for a second. Coming back in the slot should come right back in. Hopefully everything I from what I have heard, which is very little, um, his recovery has been fine, um, right on schedule where he needs to be should step right in. And uh, I mean, not only does he bring a spark to the, the offense he's and it stinks cause that's where he got hurt too, but the special teams, which is huge for IU. And when I, when the special teams are clicking, the whole team clicks and uh, he's a major part of the return game. So um, to have him back all around on multiple facets of the, of the game. I mean, if Jay Shun can come back from like eight injuries, you know, um, Three, I know. I Three, two to one, two to one knee, which um, is insane. Modern technology. I expect him to come back at worst 90% of what he was. Yeah. 85, 90%. Yeah. At at worst, right? If 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 not, return to form. Yep. Modern medicine, baby. Speaking of uh IU slot guys, I just saw this the other day. Did you see uh Shane Wynn got picked up? CFL? No. Yeah, going to the Red Blacks. With, with, with all of these leagues going on, the USFL, yeah. the CFL, yeah. XFL's coming back. I mean, Terrell Owens is playing football. Yeah, Martavis Bryant just got cut. I mean, oh, it's shit. it's crazy seeing. Stevie the, Scott uh, scored a touchdown the other day, and then they, like, never played him again. <laughs> like, four runs that averaged at least nine yards a carry on the first drive of the game, scored a touchdown untouched, and then, I don't think he saw the field again for some reason. Uh, this is also the same team that's continuing to trot out Paxton Lynch like he's still a thing. But, you know, go Michigan Panthers, whatever they are, whatever they are. I don't know. Um, cool. Moving on back to the real football. Um, <laughs> don't do that, Seth. There's nobody in the stadium. How do you play in a stadium professional football with nobody in the stadium? Are there, okay. Aren't they at like a neutral site or something? Birmingham, Alabama. But wouldn't you think that there's literally nothing else to do in Birmingham, Alabama? Wouldn't you want to go watch some like... I mean, I guarantee there's like, like high school spring games that people are going oh, to Oh, yeah, watch. that's right. Hoover. I don't know how close Birmingham is from Hoover. I don't know. Um, but I think it's a I, suburb. I, I, I would bet there's high school spring football in Alabama. <laughs> I'm just out there watching scrimmages over professional, professional in air quotes professional football yeah i don't know i just i just feel like that should be like a triple a league for the nfl i think that's what they want to be but uh, single a single a. Uh, work single your way a. up okay um right. but let's i want to talk about the freshman michael oh we're going uh, straight of, for the freshman we're skipping the other guys i okay. want to know i want to know out of jekka smith mccall our uh, mhb and david baker who's cracking the field out of those three Oh, well, David Baker's a sophomore, so don't, don't, don't tell him, don't call him a freshman. But I would say, I, you listen as a freshman, just so do guys. they? They do. Uh, I'm looking at the roster, bruv. Yeah, bruv. I'm looking, um, <laughs> I'm looking does, at, I'm, lo- I'm looking at our matter. trusted site 247. Yeah. And well, they have all three of them as freshmen. Do you want, do you want to know what, what matters? Not that. Because we don't know what in, what year anybody is anymore. Because he was here during COVID, and so that doesn't matter. So um, I don't know. I would think MHB. Uh, he Got saw it. a little bit of the field last year. Um, 6'3", 189 is what he's listed on the official roster. Uh, he's one of the bigger targets. Now, 
David Baker's big too. Six foot three for him as well. Jacques Smith kind of fits the same uh, profile as Emory Simmons. And yeah, uh, I mean, I think MHB is MHB on the two deep. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's pretty. I don't know if he made Seth and I's too deep. I can't remember. Maybe he's had. I think Swinton. Well, Swinton's on there too. Swinton will probably back up um, Simmons and MHB will back up Camper. Well, what about Kobe? No. I, I yeah. think we had eight guys on our two deep. So I think we did like slashes. Yeah. So. We're not sure, but Ooh, that, Cordell Stewart. Yeah. Slash. slash. There you go. Um, yeah. But this is, this is kind of that depth that we talked about. That's still kind of unknown. I mean, Javon Swinton, we didn't see much. We saw enough last I year. Mean, two years ago, he made that monster catch against Penn state. Yeah. He got his head taken off. Yeah. Huge catches. I think he had two big catches and yeah. Made a pair of catches for 23 yards. I watched that Penn State game a few, like a month and a half ago. Did you? Sometime in March. Be careful. Let's not talk about it too much because some people refer to it as the greatest, the biggest game ever played and over celebrating. And you know how that is. God forbid you you beat somebody at at your place and there's, you know. Sorry for having fun. Yeah, right. And you don't, there's no other teams ever in the state of Indiana that ever really have any sort of big game like that one time they beat Ohio State or anything. So, um yeah but yeah javon swinton huge bunch of experience uh i think he'll see the field a lot i do think that jacques smith sees the field i do think javon swinton sees the field i already said that but it's Malachi did swinton have the dropsies a little bit last year a little bit but i mean so i'm just thinking what keeps swinton off the field it's not his size it's not his toughness something's got to be keeping him off the field maybe it's just catch consistency well, I mean, hit the jug machine, kid. Hit the jug machine. Right. So last year, our wide receivers were Fry Fogel and. Exactly. So it's like, it didn't Literally. matter. It didn't matter last year because we couldn't throw the football. We couldn't run the football. We couldn't do anything offensively. So. And I was just going to add the the passing consistency. He would have tried to attempt uh, catches from what, four different quarterbacks that he'd have yeah. to develop rhythm and consistency with. That's very tough to do. So last year, he played in 11 games with one start. So he played a lot. He caught 15 balls, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, returned a block punt for a touchdown against Idaho. Um, Michigan State was his best game, uh, where he pulled in four catches against Michigan State, against... Uh, to do and special teams player of the week against Idaho, I get, which is just for that touchdown. So, um, I mean, nothing great. I mean, really as a freshman too, he didn't do a lot. I mean, he appeared in all eight games. His first career start was in that outback bowl. Um, but he only caught four balls for 52 yards. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's a scheme thing for him. I still think he's young, even as a junior. Um, I think he'll still get that extra year as well. Um, so I think he, he's got a lot of potential. I think we see all three of these dudes, Malachi Holt Bennett, Jock S. Smith, and, and Javon Swinton. Now, you touched a little bit on Anderson Kobe. Do you want to give the people some background on this new commit? It just happened. Yeah. Three days ago. Mm-hmm. I kind of missed it because my weekend was a blur in Austin, Texas. What did um, I tell but- you before we started recording? Yeah. I saw it. And thought, meh. But then I mean, we he did would... some background checks. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so again, we couldn't really figure out if it was, you know, 
injury or left the team or what happened, but he saw the field a little bit and against some crap teams, but he put up, he's got a good body. He had a decent ranking out of high school. Um, you know, I mean, Tennessee doesn't, you know, use their scholarships scholarships on nobody. So, I mean, I'm not near as excited for him as I am with for Emery or Cam. Uh, but I mean, he's another pedigree is probably a little too far, but lack of a better word, pedigree guy to the room. Another Florida wide receiver, 6'2", 180. Again, fits the same profile that goes pretty much across the entire uh, wide receiver room outside of um, one of the new commits in Cameron Payne and DJ Matthews. That's it. Everybody else is over 6'1", kind of the same frame, 6'1", to 6'3". This kid coming out of JUCO uh, before he went to Tennessee was a top 30 recruit, number three overall wide receiver. Uh, again, played uh, ball at Deerfield Beach. Seth, Deerfield Beach? Just north of Fort Lauderdale. That's where the quarterback went blanking on from uh, Michigan, uh, who was number 98 Shay. at one time. Denard Robinson, maybe? Oh, Denard Robinson. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah he went there. Broke that game broke my heart. That. We've talked yeah. about it on there. Yeah. Uh, either way, he committed out of, uh, out of JUCO to Tennessee last year. Uh, right at the very beginning of 2021 saw a little bit of the field. I think I said five games when we did our right before we started, we did all of our research on this kid. Um, Haven't watched any tape on him. Uh, Haven't seen a whole lot out of him, but he's coming in really as, I don't know if he'll be a red shirt freshman or if he'll just be a straight sophomore, but this one has him as a straight sophomore. Okay. So I'm intrigued. I don't know. I, I you don't. He balances the classes, yeah. right? I mean, he, he, yeah. he, you know, you you need balance. I don't know if he sees the field. I I don't know. We don't know. We don't know until he gets into fall camp and sees what he can. What we, I, I, I have, have, a, I have a great there. Brando's Randos. About I can't wait that very thing. Let's talk real quick about the freshman. We've talked about him a thousand times already, um, but why not? I mean, Omar Cooper, uh, big time recruit out of LN Lawrence North in Indianapolis here. Uh, four-star recruit, 6'1", 185. Again, fits the exact same profile, but this kid can jump, literally jump out of the gym. Um, and he can do the same thing on the football field. And then the other kid, which I touched on a little bit, um, Cameron Perry. I said Cameron Payne, didn't I? Cameron Perry, uh, the ref- I think he was a flip from Central Michigan, maybe. Um, five foot nine. Cameron Poe, Connor. Oh. Yeah, we keep going. I don't like that. Uh, who's the bad guy in Cameron? Or in, yeah, uh, I mean, I, man, I, I, like I would dude. love to be able to get uh, Omar Cooper on the field, but I don't see how you keep him off. Who, I mean, who's the running back? That, Jalen Lucas, right? Mm-hmm. And we said it's going to be really, really hard to keep him off the field. I think the same thing about Omar Cooper. I mean, even if he's just a red zone target, even if he's just – Hey, I hate one-step fades. I think it's one of the worst play calls in the red zone, but every offensive coordinator for the rest of time um, is going to make that call. So, you know, um, Cam Camper on one side and Omar Cooper on the other side, um, stretch out those DBs and throw one up. So I'm worst, just worst plays. Yeah, right. I'm going back through Matt Weaver, our buddy over at 24-7 at uh, Peaks, did an offensive – 
depth chart uh, at the end of March. He's got Omar Cooper in the two deep at the slot uh, with, with Cameron Perry right behind Cooper. I didn't see him as a slot guy, but he is quick. Now, the more you think about it, he is a quick, he's a quick twitch guy, basketball guy. That would be big. That'd be huge at the slot to have somebody that can make the plays in the air, not just a little, uh, what's your, what's your, your word from last week? Uh, just like a little scat back kind of slot guy. There he goes again. Um, but to have like a bigger bodied guy in there that can play the slot, that'd be big. Go six foot six one all the way across the board would be huge. So, um, oh, and by the way, Addison Cody did come in as a. Oh, I never mind. This is his high school ranking. I was going to talk about his transfer ranking, but it's still three stars there. So, okay, cool. That ends our wide receiver talk. Unless you want to talk like walk ons or Christian Harris stuff like that. Okay. Um, okay. Well, let's move it on. Uh, before. Before we move it on to everybody's favorite part of the podcast, let's talk about our sponsor. And that is the same sponsor we've had for 85 episodes. That's Monon Track Club. Uh, MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their sick gear, guys. Super cool stuff. Shirts, hoodies, koozies, hats stickers just stuff like they just have a bunch of stuff for runners if you like to run for fun or like i don't know maybe you're trying to lose weight summer's coming up trying to get a little flab off go to mtc get some gear get out there and start running you'll be so cool looking summer bod baby it's there almost it pool season that's right as a thank you to our listeners they're offering 10 percent off your order use promo code leo10 leo10 at checkout now everybody's favorite part of the show that is not Seth Sack. It's Brando's Randos. All right. So last two weeks, we have covered the wide receiver room and the running back room. My question to you, and, and we just saw the NFL draft that had six wide receivers taken in the first round and not a single running back. So my question is, would you rather have an elite, elite wide receiver or an elite running back at the college level in the Big Ten, those are my two caveats. Because if you're if if you're in maybe the Pac-12 or, or the Big 12, it's easy. It's wide receiver. But in the Big Ten, what is more important: elite wide receiver, elite running back? I'm gonna use last year as an example and get absolutely destroyed. Probably, I'm gonna go with running back. Oh, this is our reason- poll, by the way, Seth. This is our poll. And the reason I'm saying this is because Michigan State had good wide receivers, but nothing elite, and they had an elite running back, and that's the only reason they were good. Oh, yeah? So you're saying Ohio State wasn't good with Garrett Wilson? No, they were great. They were were good, but look at the quarterback play. So I, you're you're not asking about that. You can put anybody back or at a wide receiver. If you've got that offensive line and that quarterback, I don't think it's going to matter. I mean, just, just yes, you, you made going. it very specific I did. for the Big I did. Ten. I did. Wisconsin. All right, so Seth, before, before I shred you, um, Seth, where are you going? I just want to make sure we're solidarity here. I'm, oh boy. He's, not, he's going No, back. I'm going Look with running Iowa. back in the Big Ten. 
you need to have the consistency of the ground game to control the offensive line of scrimmage, all that fun stuff. I grew up in the old Pop Warner three, what, three yards in a cloud of dust and punting yep. on fourth and one. Yep. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. That's how I grew up. That was how I was raised. I don't know. I'm old fashioned in that way, I guess, but it's going to take me a long time. Every other, every other, con- every other conference wide receiver, except for the Big Ten. Brandon, Iowa won the Big Ten West, right? With what? With what at the wide receiver group and what at the quarterback? I mean, and, and what happened? What happened when they ran into a team with actual well, wide they receivers? They ran into a just a juggernaut full of five stars all the way across who, the board. Who was Ohio State's running back? It doesn't matter. Exactly. Doesn't matter. And who were their wide receivers? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a lot of Ann Wilson. You guys, you guys know. Um, so, I mean, stop getting buried in the Wisconsin's and the Iowa's. You asked and, this very specific Big and, Ten and, question. I mean, just literally look at Purdue. Wait a minute. No, look, Brandon. Look at Purdue with Rondale Moore, who Brandon. won him at literally single-handedly oh beat Ohio I'm State. Going to destroy you right now. Back? Who is Horvath. Horvath. Drafted. He was Horvath. drafted. He was drafted. <laughs> but Rondale Moore for Purdue beat Ohio State single-handedly. No, no, Xander Horvath was not beating Ohio State single handedly. Not happening. If the answer is wide receiver, it doesn't matter what conference is. Elite wide Brandon, receiver is more valuable than elite Brandon, running back. Ohio State didn't make the, the football championship last year. Michigan did. Who were their wide receivers? Nobody. That they had two badass running backs. And Blake Corum, and I don't know who the other guy was that tore IU uh, Haskins. Up. Haskins. Yeah, look at that here. Iowa and Michigan both won their conferences or yeah. both won their divisions. You lose, sir. <laughs> I still don't think so. Modern football, baby. You guys are still stuck in the 90s. You asked the Big Ten specific questions. You're still stuck. That's our poll. We'll see what I let the poll speak for itself. We'll uh, let the poll speak for itself. God, you asked a Big Ten specific question. <laughs> Move on. Is the wide receiver room better or worse? Than the running back room. Oh, gotta choose. Man, there's so much unknown there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go better. I think if uh, Jabron Payne is still part of that group in the running back room, maybe I would take the running back room. But I'm gonna go wide receiver over running back room. Seth, I'd go with running back. I think there's more. I don't know known quantities there because even the one known quantity at the receiving position is coming back from an injury. So I'd, I'd lean towards running back a little bit. If I so had here, to choose here is where I'm going. I think there's more. I Shivers is, I think probably the best out of both rooms. I think I'd take Shivers, but I think there's more boom potential in the wide receiver. room. DJ Matthews, Cam Camper, Emery Simmons, Javon Swinton. I just don't get excited for Henderson and Ellis and Howland and Holman. I mean, you got Lucas, who I'm excited about, but there's more guys in the wide receiver room that I'm more excited about than I am. Yeah, go uh ahead. Could you argue that there's a higher ceiling for the receiver room, but a lower floor for the running back room? Yeah. I think that's I think that's spot on. Yeah, that's kind of directionally where I was. We don't know anything about Cam Camper. We don't know anything about Jacques Smith. We don't know anything really about MHB. Like, 
those are those are dudes that had huge, not really camper so much, but uh Jacques Smith and and Malachi Holt Bennett, both of them held offers from Georgia, dudes from Georgia. And then Malachi Holt Bennett was, I mean, you name it. They all offered him. These are big time recruits. And it we don't we haven't even seen them yet. So let's see. I can't wait to see yeah. what the offense looks like. An established quarterback. I was watching um man, somebody from Missouri got drafted. I think it was a wide out, maybe from Missouri got drafted. And I was yeah, a wide those, out. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was watching those uh highlights of baz and man that was cool that was cool to watch and a composed quarterback back there making good throws i can't wait for it all right maybe all right you guys ready for a rapid fire we may we may you know may turning this sec this segment into you just put a minute on the clock okay. um we'll just we'll just call it rapid fire for right now we can um, i can set a timer um both of you brag you go first seth you go second i have three questions we ready yep who will have the most receiving yards by the end of the year next year? I answered this on Twitter already. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going Cam Camper. Okay. Steph? DJ Matthews. Got it. Less receptions, more yards. I agree. I, I also think it is DJ Matthews. Who will have the most touchdowns? <clears throat> Emory Simmons. Does it have to be in the wide receiver room? Yeah, yes, it has to be in the okay. wide receiver room, and it has to be receiving touchdowns. So we're not we're not jet sweeping DJ Matthews. I'd go with Cam Camper. I already answered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go wild card. Not especially knowing that Weaver had him in the two deep. I'm going Omar he's, Cooper. Oh, he's going Cooper. I would have gone uh, Barner if I could. <laughs> I would have gone Cooper if he was there. I think he's now. sneaky. Yeah, Barner's Barner's very sneaky. Last question: Who will have the most catches? It's wide oh, receivers. Most, what they do? Who, who's moving the chains? Who's the chain mover in this group? You, you need. You need. It's third and six. You need six yards. Who's Who's moving the sticks out of this this room? Yeah, this is this is going to be a social all the way around. I think DJ Matthews. If it's six yards, DJ Matthews. Yeah, it's DJ Matthews. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, I got one more question. Get in there. So we've covered quarterback, running back, wide receiver, covered too deep. To transfer quarterbacks, transfer running back, transfer wide receiver. Ooh. In most situations, I would say that's bad, right? In mo most situations, that's like, yikes. But I think that is a good thing and a reason to get excited for. Are you guys on my side with that? Yeah, of course. I'm always excited. Of course. So, I, yeah, I'm excited. I think you have the Michigan State Kool-Aid just from last year that you can drink on. That gives you the hope that if you bring in a whole new crop of players from who have, you know, previous collegiate experience, you can turn around, you know, what, a six or seven win Ooh, I can't remember improvement on the previous year. Yep. It's all, it's possible. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I agree. I mean, uh, again, I mean, if, if we're bringing back Jack Tuttle and, and we're rolling back the two freshman running backs and we're rolling out DJ Matthews, I think we would all be way less excited. Um, 
they, 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 everyone witnessed how bad it was last year. They went out and made a change. Um, and, and that itself is, I think, exciting. Yep. And that's it. That's it for the randos. That's cool. Speaking of exciting guys, he's got one, two. He puts up a two. Either he's leaving or he's got two things in his sack. Seth, let's get in there. What do you got? Actually, it's a fight on Trojans, too, because I want to talk Lincoln Riley. Oh, no. is, Is he super scummy? Can I can I quote your actual text about Lincoln Riley is that how profane was I um let me find it censor me to look good please f Lincoln Riley (laughs) my reply two hours later what did he do your reply tampered at least twice the pit one is much worse my reply oh word (laughs) end of discussion yeah, um, the whole what Caleb Williams thing, I understand. Like, if you're with him at Oklahoma, you go out to USC, he follows behind. Yep. I get that. There's a little bit of a trail thing going there. But, Brandon, I'm going to pick the wound here a little bit. The Jordan Addison, Addison. thing yep. is insane, if true. Yeah. If true. It, it, if true. Can you can you elaborate on this? And, by the way, Jordan Addison, what was he draft eligible? No? No, he no, he was not. Nope. Okay. All no. Okay. Right. No, so it was not. And, and, he, and, and he, he pretty much had a Ty Freifogel year. Yeah. Um. He 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 was Belinkoff the ACC winner. Belinka, yeah. Um. And reportedly, he pretty much gave um Pitt the offer that Lincoln Riley told him, which was three million dollars. And a and a car. Three Prior. million dollars and a car. What did you hear, Seth? Prior to entering the portal. So and the, the worst thing was the timing of it. Like if this would have happened in February, if Jordan Addison puts his name in in the in the portal in February, it's still shady. The fact that it happened the last weekend before the portal and puts Pitt in such a bad position is it, the timing of it makes it the most scummy. It's like your best friend stealing your fiance the week of the wedding. Yeah, I can see that. Here's what my eyebrow was raised the entire time, because uh, if this is true, I'm going to assume that his stay at USC is going to be very short. Number one. And number two, Two, that's not nil. That is just straight up paying somebody to come yes, to your college. That's the. That's also the issue. Like nil, for those that don't know, nil cannot be a payment from any school employee or the school itself. It has to be a res- registered taxable business, yeah. right? Or, or a, a tax eligible it doesn't. Yeah, it has to be a tax eligible Entity. business. Yep. And that's Taysier not what Mac this was at all. Year. Yeah, well, Taysier Mac gets to shine next year. Maybe he'll get drafted. But there's no rules. I mean, so, I mean, Lincoln Riley, who is a scumbag, is taking advantage of the Wild Wild West, which is college athletics right now. So I hate it. Um, but, you know, I mean, lawlessness. 
Yeah, and by, the, and by the time any sanctions come down, Lincoln Riley will be long gone. The no, kids he'll who, still be there. No, well, he'll, he'll be fired, I guess, by then because they constantly underachieve. The players who are involved will be long gone, and the kids who had nothing to do with this will be the ones that aren't getting punished. And even that'll be a slap on the wrist because yeah. the NCA is toothless. And then USC whatever. will have to bring Ed Orgeron back. <laughs> And, and pretend like the best years never happened. The swamp monster. All right. Uh, my other uh, one here is it is May 4th. Oh, God. Don't do Star Wars. I'm out if it's Star Wars. <laughs> I've what's, never what's, seen a Star Wars. Yeah. What is your... How? Yeah, you're not getting us on. You, we'll, we'll try. Right. Just let us answer as people. Now, I like Lord of the Rings. I'm not, I'm not being like, oh, I'm not a nerd. You're a nerd. Like, there's I'm, nerdy, a nerd. I'm the only one nerdy, wearing glasses right now. I like. Only one wearing glasses right now, and I've never seen any Lord of the Rings. I've seen one. Seen Harry Potter? Star Wars. No, never seen Harry Potter. Mm-mm. Never seen a minute of it. Never read a page of Harry Potter. Okay. Um, so question my question out. was, what is your favorite Star Wars character? But apparently, oh, that I can, doesn't I can exist. Do this. Because, I can do okay. this. I can there do this. There we go. Um, I mean, I'm going to go like pretty scratch here i'm gonna say even though i i know he's not a baby right he's not really a baby right baby yoda isn't a baby yeah right and he has a real name and all that stuff yeah give me i'll let you that one give me baby yoda that's that's my favorite even though that's not the one that i saw i saw the one i don't know like when the franchise like came back Maybe Hayden Christians, no jake lloyd yeah 2012 in indy's own jake lloyd 2012, 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. Oh, I the newest one. ones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I saw that one at an IMAX. F- that was Force Awakens, dope. maybe. Maybe that was pretty dope. Okay. Uh, yeah, I liked. There was some sort of like. There's a big reveal. I think they all have big reveals at the end. It's it, I either like uh, the Baby Yoda or the big fat blob thing. Job of the Hut is that what it is? Yeah. 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 yeah that one. Yeah. Also known as me on a Sunday after a heavy. <laughs> Just dream. known as me <laughs> in general is what it is. All right, my, my favorite is oh chewy i mean yeah. i love big furry friends i like dogs more than people <laughs> you're so furry are you are you a furry even, <laughs> even a though furry. i've even though i've never seen a star war i'm going with chewbacca because he seems like he'd be awesome great so well brandon brandon has made some big reveals on this pod that's great cool is that it seth yeah i i was gonna go darth vader just to embrace the uh the, the villain here let's wrap this up before well actually i'm gonna hashtag furry and that might get our that no, might please, get our please. um twitter following a little bit bigger uh we'll see i know it makes brandon's following a little bit bigger but we'll see be sure to check out the pod on twitter it's at podcast leo i mean what a time to cut out uh right? i mean he was going down oh, i was uh, cutting out a, a route saying, we definitely did happening? not want to go on um why is this so... i'm back i'm back i'm back i think my back not editing this part out i might not even i'm not editing any of it out actually i don't even care i don't even know what's happening you're in vacation mode so bad all right let's get out of here next week it'll be seth and i it is seth and i it'll be the best leo podcast ever in the history and we're covering tight ends and offensive linemen like literally no one else can gonna be amazing don't worry i will i will be back for defensive line i I can't (laughs) wait to be a tackle I can't tackle. wait to pronounce uh, Fiacable's name seven different times, seven different ways. And that's, Brandon, that's he goal. goes by DJ Moore now. 
So just call him DJ Moore. Don't do the other stuff. All right, man. Well, uh, they will talk to you guys next week. Elio. 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 He said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.